NCHC.TV studios. This is College Hockey Coast to Coast, brought to you by the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe now for all of the action from the best conference in college hockey. The University of Georgia, building the foundations of something bigger. Go to UGAHockey.com to find out how you can be a part of it on and off the ice. Jets Pizza, we're not just pizza. Try our sidekicks, salads, calzones, and more at JetsPizza.com. Adrian College, championship aspirations on the ice and in the classroom. For more information, go to AdrianBulldogs.com slash MHockeyD1. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos from coast to coast and beyond. Wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Central Oklahoma University. Go to uclhockey.com to follow the two-time ACHA M1 National Champions as they look to add that third championship banner to the rafters. The Spaghetti Shack, ASU alumni owned and operated at thespaghettishack.com. University of Mary, tickets and schedule information, visit us at goumary.com. The Caesars Sportsbook app, where every play earns you Caesars rewards Towards dining, tickets, VIP experiences, and more. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, award-winning barbecue for your next catered event at jessieraysbarbecue.com. College hockey coast-to-coast from the nchc.tv studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right, well, welcome in, hockey fans, anywhere that you may be joining us this evening on the... Uh, rainy Monday night in Carlsbad, California. Scott Strandy with you tonight. Uh, my co-host, as always, probably lost in the palatial estate today because um, I don't have my line yet. But when he comes on, um, we'll talk about the estate and we'll talk about uh, things going on on Long Island. So, okay, let's see. I think he's coming on right now. Anyway, here in Southern California, they said it never to. rains in Southern California, but my co-host out on the estate in Long Island, uh, week off, leisurely week for the one Paul Hornstein. Well, yeah, I got at the last second I got no? an idea. I just yeah. <laughs> no? no, not a leisurely no. week. <laughs> well, no. But what kind of idea did you get? Well, that's I was scary. just curious, you know, but not because I have any biases or anything like that, but. Mm-hmm. You know, your favorite thing to pairwise. Yeah. Bring it, baby. Okay. I just kind of wanted to see who all the people that are kind of around that cut line were playing this week. That's all. Okay. Well, and good. I, That's good. I'm coast to coast. It's good to know that. <laughs> I lost track of time. Um, and all of a sudden, I looked and I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> Don't worry. I covered for you. I told everybody the palatial estate's big, and sometimes it takes time to get from one place to the other. Really? So everybody what, understands. What palatial estate? Everybody I don't understands. Know about that. <laughs> uh, we didn't even discuss. We discussed everything today. We talked for like eight hours. Um, but we didn't discuss what we were going to do with the show, how we were going to start it, how we are going to format it. So we're going to, as I like to say, wing it. Okay. Well, <laughs> and now you did you did some research, so that's a good thing. Um, I want to jump right into the poll to start okay. off with the USCHO Division One Men's Poll for February nineteenth. 
2024. Okay. Um, just a few days before Paul Hornstein's birthday, by the way. Uh, coming up on the 22nd. So, yeah, great. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, because there's there's kind of some big news, and then there's some really head-shaking news, even from the pollsters. But here we go. Boston College comes in at number one, 23-5-1 right. on the year. Boston University back up to number two, right. 20-8-2. Denver slides up to number three, 20-8-2. Michigan State, number four, 20-7-3. North we Dakota. We call those wins, losses, and ties, by the way. Yeah. North Dakota uh, actually is in fifth by just a few percentage points uh, in votes, I guess. So, how would they do this? Right. Um, in points. Yeah. What, what, I guess uh, they're tied. Well, they're they're tied. tied. They each have 813. Uh, right. North Dakota is 20 8 2. Wisconsin, number six, at 22 8 2. Again, that's 22 8 and 2. 22 yeah. wins, eight losses. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I understand I why you did it with the twenties. Yeah, okay. I understand why you did it with the teams that have exactly twenty I, wins. But I slipped up. I'll yeah, be okay. honest. I slipped up. Quinnipiac, okay. number seven, twenty-two, seven and two. Minnesota, Paul's favorite team, nineteen, eight and five. Number nine is Maine at eighteen, eight and two. And number ten, guess who it is? The Colorado College Tigers. Roar. <sighs> Roar their way to the number Jesus. 10 spot at 18, 9, and 1. The first time since like 2012, like 13 years since they've been at that least. high in the, in the polls. At least. Coach Mayotte, Coach Menino, Coach Ogilvie, Coach Legit. I get all four of you now. Way to go, guys. Way to go with building your program and doing it the right way. Um, okay, so there's the top 10. Paul. The top, the top seven, I have no issues with whatsoever. You know why? Oh, let me, I have no idea why. Because they all have 20 or more wins. Okay. You know where I have a problem, Paul? It starts at eight. Really? Because there's still, I believe, one more team, maybe two more teams, two more teams, I guess, in Arizona State and RIT that have the number two at the start of their win column. 2-0 for uh, RIT, 2-0 for Arizona State in the win column. Okay, they're 18 right. and 20 in the coaches' poll. So, again, I'm going to ask you people, are you nuts? This is not the pairwise. I'm just talking about this is a coaches' voting poll, and you found seven straight teams from one to seven with 22, 20 or more wins to put them in a ranked order. And then all of a sudden, oh, you forgot about two teams. They're not going to make the tournament according to this poll. Well, it does kind of look, does, does kind of have that feel to it, though, doesn't it? <laughs> what feel? That they're not going to make the tournament? Yeah. That, that they should be higher? Yeah. Again, I'm going to say this. Until they get unseated. Until there's more teams with 20 plus wins, put them in where they belong with the rest of the teams with 20 wins, and then let the chips fall where they may the rest of the season and in the playoffs. Come on, people. You look like idiots. You look like complete and total idiots. And before we get to the pairwise and, yell, and I start yelling about that, I'm going right. to say this again. 
there's a chance it might be slight, but there is a chance right. that Arizona State could finish the season with a 26, six and six mark. Right. If they do that and don't make the tournament, the NCAA, everybody in the NCAA should be totally embarrassed because you're going to have the team with the fewest number of losses or very close to the fewest number. Cornell has four and Boston right. College has five. So they right. might win out and stay they at might. that pace. But in any event, Arizona State, if they win out, will only have six losses. There's 64 teams in NCAA hockey. And right now, only two of them have fewer losses than Arizona State. Come on, people. Come on. Uh, again, I'm going to say this. The the NCAA has never had better parity. Just look at this last weekend. Who beat who? And tell me that the parity is not there. So don't give me this BS about weak schedule, cupcakes. There is no such thing in 2024 in NCAA hockey. Put the teams where they belong, period. Okay. Well, here's here's the Your thing. Your thoughts. Here's the thing. And your argument is not necessarily unreasoned. What? How did you get to that conclusion? Not necessarily unreasonable? It's extremely No, I didn't say unreasonable. unreasonable. I said unreasoned. I know. I didn't say unreasonable. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. The problem <laughs> I might be is a little jacked up. I'm shocked. The problem is, of course, you don't know this going into the season. Why is that a and, problem? And, well, because can you really change the 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 order of things in the middle? You can change the poll. That's well. voting. <sighs> This is we're talking about the USCHO. Division. Oh, that well, because listen, you want that? That's this yeah, is well. voters. This is voters. You look like buffoons. Sorry, you do, um, and it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to your sport that you think that seven teams with twenty or more wins belong in the top seven, and two of them with twenty or more wins deserve to be eighteen and twenty, respectively, in Arizona State and RIT. Well, it's you, embarrassing. You it is embarrassing. Well, okay. their their well, argument will their their argument will in, invariably be, well, they're still in the top twenty. <laughs> what? That's what, what the kind argument, of argument is that? Be. I didn't Don't say it was a good it, argument. It, no, it's not. It's not a good argument at all. I'm glad you said that it wasn't because, like I said, you, I did. You, you have the top seven teams that all have 20 or more wins. And then you have these two teams. Oh, by the way, one of them is 26 and six, and that's 20 wins, six losses, six ties. The other one is 20, 10, and two. And you've decided that they belong somewhere in 18 and 20. That's not even a token, a token gift. That's just embarrassing. It's embarrassing because it means if, if you're the voters, this means nothing to you. Uh, what this is, is uh, the opportunity to to put the teams up where they belong. Why can't they be eight and nine in a poll? It's a poll. 
Why can't well, they be eight and nine? They could be, I guess, but I mean, uh, what do you mean you guess? Of course they could be. They've got twenty wins. Until again, somebody I don't else, know, for, if for Minnesota example, gets twenty wins, feel free to put them at eight. They don't. For, they have nineteen. For, for example, if Maine gets the twenty wins, put them at eight. Put them at nine. They have eighteen. If Colorado College gets the twenty wins, that's fine. Put them up there. But they have eighteen. Come on, people. Just use a little common sense and quit being so damn biased. You're biased uh, again, against the Atlanta hockey. You're biased against independence. You just don't want to see reason. Okay. I, I, okay. Well, here's Go the ahead. thing, right? There's 50 voters, 28 <laughs> coaches, and 22. There is no coaches voting. You know that. Maybe Derek well, Schooley well, might be the still. only one that would vote. But nobody else votes. They give it to their SID or to somebody and say, yeah, but the... Whatever. I, but regardless, that's where the votes come from. Yeah, but it's a joke. It's All a right. joke. And, 20, and 22... Um, I'm, I don't know. It says beat writers and sports professionals. I don't know what that means. Mm. I don't know. Clearly, it's not us because we're not invited. Well, I've been called unprofessional before. That's not wouldn't be a first. <laughs> um... <laughs> You know, and so I don't anyway, know what the breakdown of that is. Well, my point is, if you can find the top seven and they all have this magic 20 or better wins, then why can't you find eight and nine for the other two teams? It's a poll. It's a poll. You know what? Um, a football coach of yours right. once said, you play to win the game. So if you win games, you should be higher because that's why you play. You cannot help what your schedule is, especially if you're uh, an independent. Ask the teams in the CCHA. They're in a conference. They can't help. Their conference is really down this year, really down. They can't help that. Yeah, but their schedule is still their schedule. Right. So, and I don't, have a, I don't have a problem. With them getting a bid, if 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 uh, if Bemidji wins a conference tournament, if Michigan Tech wins a conference tournament, if Bowling Green wins a conference tournament, okay? uh, if Minnesota State wins a conference tournament, okay, but the second and third highest ranked teams in your league are not eligible to win your conference tournament or are that are not eligible your automatic bid and i'm sorry one's not in the tournament even though they're the second highest ranked team in quote unquote pairwise and the other could win the conference if sorry if they win the conference tournament it's too bad you you don't win your conference tournament you don't, you should not get an automatic bid. Yeah. And I mean, there, and, and of course that's a dual issue because St. Thomas applied for a waiver and got screwed. What? There's no reason what? for the NCAA to have denied their waiver. <laughs> uh, only the NCAA could do that. But anyway, right. um, so I didn't pick on the pairwise to start. I picked no. on, on these I don't know, voters. 
to uh, because you have the opportunity to make things right. The computer right. is going to do what the computer does, apparently. Um, but you have the the, re, the way to do it, and you didn't. You chose not to. You chose to look the other way again, and it's really starting to get embarrassing. And if you're a voter, you should be embarrassed. You should really be embarrassed because uh, most people look at it and they go like, hey, uh, why are these two teams way down here and the other seven with 20-plus wins are up here? They want to know. They want to know. And if you're coming back with this excuse, soft schedule, weak schedule, home, too many home games, that's crap. That is crap. Ask any player, any coach in NCAA hockey how difficult it is to win a game, much less two games, on any given night, whether you're on the road or at home. It's not an easy task. Huh? That being said, the Colorado Ta- College Tigers seem to know how to do it. They seem to have learned and grown and matured into finding ways to win on the road and at home, at least against a green-white team. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Okay. Uh, so unless um, you got more to follow up with, I just read the top ten because the rest of it angered me. So I didn't want to go past the top ten. Well, okay. I mean, the other poll is basically the same. Of course it is. Because why not? Why? Why would anybody be different? Well, Let's know. go status quo. Why even have it then? Why not just have one poll? Um, anyway. Again, coaches, journalists. I I get it. Um, but. You know, uh, but Notre Dame made the, the top twenty in the other one, so they're good. Well, and here's the here's the thing, Paul. It's like at the beginning of the year, go ahead, do do whatever you want to do beginning of the year. But after you've played three quarters of the season, maybe even more, I think the numbers are playing themselves out. Clearly, they are for the top seven. It's the other two twenty-win teams that haven't earned any respect from anybody. And if you want to talk about embarrassment, you and I talked about this on the weekend, you want to talk about embarrassing, BNCAA hockey on Selection Sunday in late March and have a team with 26-6-6 record not even get a sniff at the tournament. And try to answer those questions with a straight face. They might not. Well, we already know what the answers are going to be. Of course we do. Bias. Well, that's not what they're going to say. Of course not, but that's what the answer is. You're biased. Okay. You, you got your computer system that wasn't set up for for independence, and you refuse to adjust it or change it. I don't well, expect see, you to do it during the middle of the season. I expect you to do it at the end of the season. Well, But at you, least address it. At least talk about it. Well, see, yeah, but it wasn't addressed. Well, last year they'll they'll tell you that Fairbanks got screwed. Because of the upsets in the conference tournament. Okay. Well, you can't do anything about upsets. I get that. Okay. Because you've already assigned AQs. But you can give give the independents an AQ. You know, but you didn't also say, hey, you know, what's going on here? This was before ASU was announced as the ninth star. In the NCHC. Right. Um. But you know, I no, I can't sit here and tell you with a hundred percent certainty that these conversations were not had. 
at the coaches' meetings? At I can't hear you. But okay. uh, clearly, there's no driving force to make changes. And I think there'll be even fewer now. There's only one way that changes are going to happen. You and I talked about that off the air, too. Do you want to talk about it or do you want me to? Well, listen, um, there doesn't seem to be any any heart for increasing the number of teams in the in the in the in the national tournament and you know i don't see a scenario unfortunately where one of the teams we were talking about drops out where the 1m school drops out the other one might the blue and well, let's tell people that don't understand your lingo. Uh, we're talking about Minnesota at 9 and Michigan at 16. Right. Um, I told you today, I think what's going to happen is, I'm going to say um, the Big Ten gets Michigan State, Wisconsin, right. Right. Minnesota with the automatic bids, and oh, Michigan somehow is going to win the Big Ten tournament and get that AQ no. and they're going to have four teams. That would No, that sounds very conspiratorialist. I'm, it is what it is. When uh, when Selection Sunday rolls around, expect four teams from the Big Ten to be in the tournament. Are you trying to say? Unless, unless, well, I guess Michigan's in even if they aren't 500, right? If they win the conference tournament? Correct. Okay. Then that's a done deal. Those four are in. So what you're saying is, Somehow, some way, that Michigan is going to find a way to somehow, or excuse me, the Big Ten is going to find a way to make sure Michigan gets that AQ. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. Well. There'll I mean, be four teams seen, have to the wait Big to Ten see games, in the tournament. But... And three will be deserving. A uh, fourth, probably uh... not. Okay. I'm giving Minnesota the benefit of the doubt. They've played better. They're at 19 wins. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt at this point that they will continue to play good hockey, tournament hockey. I think ninth might be a little high right now. I think they're probably in the 11 range uh, in my book, but um, whatever. It is what it is. So we'll have to Uh, wait and see. So here's what's going to happen coming down the stretch for – for the Colorado College Tigers, the <sighs> Western Michigan, whatever they are. <laughs> By the way, the, 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 it, it, <laughs> seems, it seems like, and I don't, you know, um, it only feel, I, I know that uh, most, a lot of these teams only have one or two weekends left seems like the NCHC has more. I mean, that we know they have more than that. It just yes. kind of feels Three odd. Three weekends. Three weekends before their tournament starts. It just kind of feels odd that some of the other teams in the other leagues don't have that many games, that many weekends left. Now, they're, most of them are bigger leagues in terms of numbers. Well, here's what's going to happen. Let's, let's, we talk I, at Big Ten. I say there's going to be four teams in there somehow, some way. Um, when we look at the NCHC, North Dakota is going to be in. That's one. Denver is going to be in. That's two. Now, 
<laughs> where where will teams three, four, and maybe five come from? Because right now, Western Colorado College and St. Cloud are all, all right in one bunch in the pairwise. Um, can all three of them get in? Maybe, but I don't know. Because if all three of them get in and there's five teams from the NCHC, four from the Big Ten, that's nine teams out of 16 that claim spots from two conferences. Ooh, there's going to be growling from the province. Uh, there's going to be growling from Here's the uh, thing, though, right? I mean, New I don't Banks, know how this is. New Hampshire. Well, yeah, probably. Now, Western and St. Cloud play each other this weekend. Yes. Um, if you're one of the teams below those two schools, you're rooting for somebody to get swept. Yes. Yes, you are. You know, that's uh, you're rooting for somebody to get swept. And in a lot of these cases, you're probably rooting for people to get swept because it is that close, at least according to the RPI. You know, your Providence is only playing one game this weekend, which so you're rooting for Lowell. Um, CC is playing Omaha. Um, you know, uh, that's kind of probably the cutoff line, according to the RPI. Now, I don't know how wins and losses would affect those teams. Uh, Michigan is playing Notre Dame. So, again, you're probably rooting for a Notre Dame sweep, but they're at Michigan, so that's going to be hard. Uh, UNH is playing UMass. So I don't know how, I mean, again, this is so tight and so close. And a lot of these teams are playing each other this weekend. I mean, yeah. you almost have to wait till next weekend to see how this weekend shakes out before you can really start figuring out who the heck to root for. Yes. Yep. You know, um, and obviously ASU's back in action against Fairbanks, but um, just kind of a weird sort of, uh, a weird sort of kind of just, like I said, they're all playing each other. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. Can I tell you who I think is in the driver's seat? Besides Colorado College? No. Because it's the Colorado College Tigers, who, by the <sighs> way, were scheduled to have on their outstanding goaltender, Caden the Sponge, no. and Barico no. will be joining us tomorrow. No. We're no. going to go a little early to do it live with Caden. Um, right. yeah, it'll, no. be, it'll be a whole bunch of fun to have the Sponge Tell us just how great it is to be a tiger. Anyway. I'm 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 <laughs> to stay away from the nickname. I just told I just I'm I just tell hope, him right up. He knows he knows I call him the sponge. I just hope that the SID over there at CC Jerry Cross, you know, makes it makes it known <laughs> what he's in for when he comes on. Oh, he knows. Caden knows, man. Okay. Right. <laughs> anyway, that's right. tomorrow. Tomorrow night, yeah. chill. Um, but anyway, um, 
So I think right now, if you're Colorado College, you go out and take care of business the next three weekends, and you could climb as high as, I believe, eight in the pairwise. I don't think they can get any higher. Maybe seven, but well, I don't I think, think they can you, get any higher than that. Let's give, them, let's give them – let's just play the hypothetical. Let's say they get six wins. Um, by my count, that puts them at 24-9-1. and one. Oh, well, if they, if they win out, I mean, geez, they could be a two-seed. No, you bell. You can get to seven. I don't think you can pass seven. That would still make them a two seed in the tournament. Yes, yes, it would. You know, good job deducing that. That was really nice. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, before we go to break, we're going to let everybody just savor the Super Sixteen before we go to break. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? Because I usually sit down when I do the show. Okay. Good. In the estate. What a state. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Paul Hornstein, Super 16 folks. Here they go. And we'll post them up on social media after the show. But tonight, tonight, he has Boston College, BU, Michigan State, North Dakota. I got no complaints yet, Paul. You're on a roll. He's got Denver. He's got Quinnipiac. Look at who he has. A little foreshadowing, perhaps. The Colorado College Tigers are in at number seven in the Super 16, followed by perhaps a surprising team all year long. It snuck completely under the radar. The 16, 4, and 5 Cornell. What are they? The Cornell Big Red? Big Red. All right. So those are your top eight, Paul. Uh, I said I like one through four. Don't even think we need to discuss them. Your thoughts on Colorado College and Cornell sneaking into the top eight? And essentially, if you were the tournament guy, they would be two seats. Yeah. Yeah. I Elaborate. You know, <laughs> first of all, right now, as I said, as I I CC is the best team in the NCHC right now. Elaborate on that because you're going to say the best team. Uh, listen, do they have the most offensive skill? No. Do they have... Careful on the goalie. He's coming well, on I already tomorrow. said they have the best goalie in the league. So, Best goalie in the country. Caden, the sponge, and Barico. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah, go ahead. Um, no. Um, and, you know, there are other teams that have defensemen that are much flashier, much more offensive, but this is the best team. Okay. Cornell. As, as as was said, I'm not looking for the best players. I'm looking for the right players. Tonight. Eh, no, that's two separate speeches. Oh, okay. <laughs> we combine them? Because I like the tonight part. Yeah, anyway. Sure you do. Um, so you got and, Cornell you know, at just, number eight. Yeah, they just, they just keep winning. Yeah, fair enough. All you right. Know, again, they just keep winning. Um, I wish they'd play a few more games. I wish the Ivy League would, you know, cut it out and and okay. let them play before the last week in October. But okay, fair enough. All right, nine through twelve, Wisconsin. By the way, Cornell hasn't had a regulation loss. Okay, good point. Since since December second. Yeah, I like that. They're hot, yeah. red hot. All right, they've had a shootout loss. Against Did we do shootouts in NCAA Dartmouth. hockey? 
They shouldn't have shootouts, period. But <laughs> but one regulation loss since December. Uh, since December, the la- you know, um, they had a three-game losing streak in the middle of November before Thanksgiving. Uh, and that's been it. So, okay, cool. All right. Can we do 9 through 12 now? That's up to Wisconsin, you. I don't run this thing. You do. Providence, Western Michigan, and St. Cloud. You happy with those? You comfortable? Or would you struggle over 9 through 12? Why would I struggle? It's my ballot. Be honest. Be honest. It's my ballot. They were tough, though, weren't they? Yes. 9 through 12 weren't easy. Neither were neither were the no, nothing after nine was easy. Okay, um, let's jump in the thirteen through sixteen. Maine, the Black Bears at thirteen. Arizona yeah. State at fourteen. Um, probably where they should be, maybe a little higher. Um, Minnesota at fifteen. You're just gonna get darts and bullets fired your way. I hope you're ready. Whatever. Um, Wouldn't be the first time either. Sixteen is Michigan. Oh, Paul Horn's team. Have I taught you nothing over these five years? First of all, too many teams were swept this weekend that were down at the bottom anyway. So it just was hard to throw them completely out. Well, what did we talk about um, a couple days ago, maybe a day ago? I said, can we look at the lost column too for a change? Um, Because... A tie is a tie, and everybody's got ties. A bunch of ties. A lot of them. Yeah. Almost every team has got more than two ties. Um, uh, but anyway, have, yeah. So there's a lot of ties. So can yeah. we look at two columns? Can we look at the win column because that's why you play the game? And can we look at the loss <sighs> column because that's what you try to avoid are losses. Um, you a twelve win team. I mean a fifteen win team and twelve losses. That's too many losses. I don't care if you win the next six. Yeah, but That's again, too many about, losses. Again, we're I don't talking care about who you bottom. play. We're talking what? about the bottom, and you, you're getting to a point where, especially at the bottom, you're not going to find too many teams that aren't in that number of loss category. Okay, take your word on it. Well, Still think they're not they're not worthy. Well, I mean, what, 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 what do you, who do you want to look at? Oh, Mo, oh, he opened the door before we go to break. Well, uh, yeah, well, go to the, the break. Go to the break. Nope. You open the door. No. Now well, we're going to talk. We're going to talk. How no, about, open, how about just UMass? Take the break. Take UMass, the break. 16, 9, and 3. Right. Um, how about Omaha? They've only got 10. Right. How about New Hampshire? They only got 11. Right. Uh, how about Holy Cross? They only have hey, a lot. By the way, weren't you the one screaming about New UNH? How they how uh, they're overrated? How, well, yeah, but you're talking now. You're you're asking about teams that have better w- loss records than Michigan. Holy Cross does. Right. RIT does. Right. Minnesota State does. But they're still in double digits. How about Dartmouth? They only got nine. Well, again, <laughs> Ivy League. <laughs> nice try. Only have anyway, seven wins. <laughs> Nine losses. No, this is the best. This is the best record ever. 
seven, seven wins, nine losses, and nine ties. That is the nine ties. That is the Play best for a tie, baby. ever. Hey, listen, that was the strategy of one Adam Cracknell at the AHL All-Star game. He told his guys, just get three ties and we'll win it in uh, in the, the fourth round and win the championship. Just go nine get three ties. ties. Nine. <laughs> I love it. Nine. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Let's come back because we got more to talk about, believe it or not. We are not done yet, baby. Kind of like those Colorado College Tigers. It's time to drop the puck on the nation's best college hockey conference. We bring you closer to the action all season long with access to exclusive on-demand content and more than 140 live games. Catch every big goal and clutch save when you can't be there. We have you covered here. Stream on your phone, computer, or straight to your TV and don't miss a moment from your favorite team. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. you talk about the best of Las Vegas, you're talking about the best of the best. So when you're at Jesse Ray's Barbecue and you're a three-time winner of the Best of Las Vegas Award, it speaks for itself. At 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, come and savor our People's Choice Award-winning barbecue ribs. Or maybe just come in and pick up a bottle of our Best in Las Vegas barbecue sauce to take home. Open seven days a week. You can order online at jessieraysbarbecue.com. And for an occasion that will be remembered for a long time, call us for all of your catering projects at Jesse Ray's Barbecue today. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road, and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegers. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goalie. Score. Kale McCart. Kale McCart. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness gracious me. CollegeHockeyInc.com and follow at College Hockey. From the NCHC.TV studios, this is ITHSW Podcasts, College Hockey, Coast to Coast. Welcome back in. Indeed, it is College Hockey, Coast to Coast. Scott Strandy with you today from a uh, dark and dreary Carlsbad, California. Well, we're expecting a little rain and possibly some floods. Well, why not? It's wintertime in the uh, Southern California region, I'm told. My co-host, as always, joining me from that big, beautiful palatial estate out on Long Island, New York, uh, very close to Greenlawn, I'm told. Um, 
when I look on a map. So, um, yeah, I understand the political state part. Paul Hornstein um, with us, as always, on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Paul, you muted yourself. Um, you do not want to talk to well, us? Well, because what? We're not any, I'm not anywhere near a palatial estate or anywhere near Green <laughs> So Island. that's why you muted your mic. <laughs> well, I had to make a noise, and I didn't want it to pick, pick oh. up on the microphone. <laughs> Um, okay. By the way, that's nine ties, and two, that doesn't include the two games that they either won or lost in overtime for Dartmouth. <laughs> oh, this boy! What a cupcake season! Ah, that's just a crazy seven, nine, and nine. That's yeah. that's all cupcakes. That's hysterical. Um, yeah, they have four games left. I wonder if how many more ties they'll get. Uh, and we got we got a listener uh, tonight that uh, may know you. Yeah, uh, Matt, who was this? Was a former student. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know um, if you saw his last two, but he's trying to teach me how to say whatever it is. He's trying to teach you how to say Lung Island. How do I say that? Lung Island. Yeah. L U N G I. All one word. <laughs> okay. I can't say that because I'm not from Boston. Well, that's true, too. But, you can't know. say McAvoy, either. No. Apparently okay. not. <laughs> that was the funny moment of the day, by the way. What was that? About our what buddy Jeff f- getting getting critiqued. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he needs to be schooled on interviews. <laughs> getting schooled by Mrs. Jeff. <laughs> Love it. You're going to have him on more often, apparently. Well, apparently. <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay. Um, where do we leave off? Because I was on a rant. You're always on a rant. Oh, no, actually, yeah, you're always on a rant. Yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of a dying rant, but it was a rant. Anyway, um, I love this show because it's so much fun to talk about um, college hockey. I love all, all of our shows, but you know, yeah. Monday well, night's kind of fun because it's a goofy day. Um, it's even yeah, well, goofier when sure. you don't go to work. Uh, well, yeah, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> and 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 it is unfortunate. It's probably not the right word, but the possibility of some of these things happening are oh, yeah, that's necessary. where you're going. You you looked at the, who everybody was playing on the cut line. Yeah, or you know what's. Well, first of all, again, you know, we are sitting here and saying that, you know, they're not going to look to ex- – no one's looking to expand the tournament. Now, as we've also said, imagine those M teams were the last two teams out of the tournament. Not just one, but two. Okay. I'm listening. All ears, baby. You know as well as I do. They would be screaming bloody murder. And how do we get... And, and, and all of a sudden, you're going to see all this big interest in expanding the tournament. I'm listening. Well, I, I mean, unfortunately, I you might see one of them not get in. I, I can't imagine both of them not getting in. Of course, if I listen to the conspiratorialist, who shall remain nameless... They're going to make sure that that doesn't happen, but you know. I guarantee you that's going to happen. For there, there's means a whole lot 
to get four teams from the Big Ten well, of course it does. in the tournament. So they will does. figure out a way because there is this thing called an AQ, and right. there is a way to make that work. Well, you know, we'll you. see. You just look and see where they are, um, start of the Big Ten tournament, and then tell me who wins. Well, again, this week, uh, I wonder know, if I can Michigan's put money down Notre on that Dame, right now. So. Huh? Can I call our friends at the Caesar Sportsbook and see if I can put money on uh, who wins the Big Ten championship? Probably. Probably. <laughs> you know who I'd put it on, right? Yes. Okay. Just checking. But okay, who hosting, else is playing big Notre games? Dame this weekend. They're ho- Michigan okay. is hosting Notre Dame. Okay. Was fighting Irish, fighting yes. to get to 500, fighting yes. to stay at 500. They are 500, yeah. Yeah, they want to stay there. Yeah, they do. You know, I mean, you know, and they're they're on they're they're on that edge too. I mean, I don't know how much in terms of you know if they don't win the league. They don't win the league. What their, uh, you know, what their chances of getting in would be? Uh, they're not very good. You know, um, I'm listening. <laughs> I mean, well, their numbers are are, are worse to getting in. Obviously, if they basically the only way they get in, according to the computer, is win the conference tournament. At least ASU okay. has an outside chance to get in without. Obviously, there is no conference tournament. Um, l- let me tell you in the Big Ten who will not win the conference tournament. Wisconsin, uh, Ohio State, Ohio State, Penn State, Penn State, yeah, Michigan State. Right. In Minnesota. Really? Did I get them all? Notre Dame. Uh, yeah, well, close enough. I think people got the idea. Okay. We know who's going to win then. Yeah. So if you're a betting person, call our friends at the Caesar Sportsbook. Put your money down. Okay. As Eddie Christian would like to say, put it on the big M. Well, yeah. Paul Hornstein told me that they have an incredible lineup with a bunch of uh, NHL logos next to their names. They do. So they should be in the tournament. Well, obviously. Find a way, Big Ten. Find a way. Get it done. <laughs> How about tonight? <laughs> well, listen, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They have, they have ten players. Okay. That means they should be in the tournament. <sighs> okay. Who else is playing big? Meaningful games this weekend that's on the cut line of the pairwise, my favorite computer ranking of all yes. time. Well, Cornell is playing, you know, the usual ECAC weirdness of two different teams in a weekend at Clarkson Jeez, and St. It's got to be hard, but whatever. Yeah, no. Clarkson and who? Uh, St. Lawrence. Okay. Those two schools are close, right? Well, Proximity-wise? Yeah. I mean, they're not that far apart, no. Okay. I don't know. I don't know the geography up there like you do. Uh, I really only have a basic. I have le- I have less of an idea of that geography than you have of <laughs> that other place. It's because you don't get out of the estate, and why would you? Let me know when you find an estate. 
Um, <laughs> you have UMass is playing UNH. That that's weekend. that's, that's going to be interesting. You know, um, anybody thinking there's going to be a lot of sweeps this weekend, or is it going to be a lot of splits? There's there's never a splits. lot of sweeps. Right? Hey hey hey. Talk to my friends at the Colorado College Tigers. No. I can play them up all I want for this week. They got to do it again this weekend. But for this week, they are top Tigers. Anyway, that you man. You sure you, sure you want to do the show home. tomorrow with the sponge? I'm more than interested listening to, to, to talking to Caden and Barico. I don't know about this sponge thing. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll warn them ahead of time. That... Anyway, that's tomorrow. Caden um, and Barico, live. He, his CC Tigers. The Tigers. Will be on the road at Omaha. Another big weekend. Well, again, you know, uh, they're all big weekends in the NCHC when you're going for that first-round series. You know, Western is playing St. Cloud. That one could be a bigger series than um, the Michigan and, uh, who did you say, Michigan-Notre Dame? Yeah. That one will be bigger. Well, it's because I, I, it's got a lot, a lot, of postseason repercussions, right? As as St. Cloud Western right now is in fifth place in the in the league, trying to get that first round series at home, two points behind Denver. St. Cloud is 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 a point behind North Dakota, but no guarantee that there's. I mean, they're in good shape, but they still have a lot of games to go. They still have six games to go. You know, and and as we know, uh, no such thing is easy. You know, there's you're gonna sit there. Whoa, and, whoa, whoa! What did you say? No such thing as what? As an easy go in the NCHC. St. Cloud's got Western, Denver, and Duluth. All right, Western, your favorite, has obviously St. Cloud. At St. Cloud, at North Dakota, and Miami. So, I mean, there's nothing. There is nothing settled. In terms of the the league standings and the effect it would have on a pairwise. Okay. I mean. You know, uh, if if Western sweeps, that could knock St. Cloud out of a spot. If what? If who sweeps? If Western sweeps, your buddies. Yes. Yeah. The Broncos. Oh, you had to go bring that up, didn't you? Sweep St. Cloud. Now listen, they're playing. Yes. Now, yes, they're they're playing at St. Cloud, so that home ice advantage for St. Cloud. Big ice. Big ice. Okay. Um, and by the way, is St. Cloud State still number two in the conference? Yes, they are. Hmm. Interesting. 
Can oh. anybody overtake them, Paul? We talked about this the other night, but just for people that might be listening in tonight for the first time. For second um, place? Yeah. Can well, anybody get okay. second place besides Listen, them? North Dakota's got 37 points. Mm-hmm. St. Cloud's got 36. Now everybody has six games left, so mm-hmm. they're all even in terms of that. CC is third with 33. Denver at 31. Western with 29. Omaha 23. Duluth 21. And Miami 6. So there is a lot up for grabs again. Does middle three, mm-hmm. right? But it only takes one bad weekend. You know, all of a sudden, if you're a St. Cloud and you get beat twice at home, you could find yourself very easily in fourth place or fifth. Yeah. yeah well, and I was just going to bring that up for people that don't know the top four spots are gold in the NCHC playoffs. You know, I mean, you know, you want to have those first round games at home. Makes it a lot easier to get the frozen face off. Right. right? And then Western's got St. Cloud and at North Dakota. And, you know, North Dakota is going to, at this point, right, they don't have anything clinched. So, even if they get a sweep this weekend, um, hosting your Bulldogs. Who I believe is going to put up a real big fight this weekend. <laughs> well, yeah, they might be, the coach might be, might be a little angry. So they Speaking might been... of poking the bear, um, I think some guys had some attitude adjustments coming their way. And if they didn't, mm-hmm. they might be some, uh, Wearing guys suits, in the portal, at least, yeah. Well, maybe that too, but uh, definitely, <laughs> definitely wearing suits this weekend if they uh, didn't take the attitude adjustment. So, um, I mean, Coach Sandlin, uh, he he's pretty good at laying down the law. Anyway, so so you're sitting there, and and these spots are a jumble. Okay, um, if you go to Hockey East. Pretty much one, two is BC and BU. What? What? I know, shocking. Right, and no one's going to catch them. So that's just a matter of which one of those teams finishes ahead of the other. Uh, BC's got a game in hand, um, and they play Vermont, UNH, and Merrimack in five games. Uh, BU. Listen to you with this UNH talk. Does everybody know who UNH is? Uh, University of New Hampshire. Okay. Um, BU's got UConn, Providence, and Vermont. Um, the ECAC is pretty much uh, Quinnipiacs. They got a, they have a nine point lead over Cornell. Uh, who's getting a battle from Colgate for second place in that conference? Mm, the, interesting. Defending the defending conference champions, who, uh, you know, start out kind of slow, suddenly coming on here in the second half of the season since the you know the last month. You know, basically eight out of the last ten. They've gotten W's. One of them was a shootout win, but still. Um, yeah. 
So they're hot right now. They're coming on. Um, I can't, I, it's hard for me to see anybody catching Michigan State. I, I, it'd be hard, really, honestly. Uh, I can't see it being anything but Michigan State and Wisconsin 1-2 in the Big Ten. What about in the what about in the conference tournament? Well, we'll we'll get to that when the fix. I mean, when the conference tournament gets started, <laughs> just put your money on the big M. Okay, um, when that gets started, and then um, you know the the battle for the for positioning in Atlantic hockey still all over the place. RIT is the favorite, obviously, but. They're only two points up on Holy Cross, four on Sacred Heart. So those three could bounce back and forth, as well as, you know, the guys in the middle where you have Air Force at 38 points, AIC 38 points, Bentley 36 points, Niagara 35 points, Canisius with 33 points, all battling it around for that those last couple of home buys and first rounds at home and all that other we're not even going to get into the CCHA because it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm glad you got to Atlanta hockey because uh, before we go tonight, I want to play this little clip. Um, your your alumni partner, uh, kind of Carson Field, fellow alumnus, uh, yeah, yeah, fellow alumnus. How about that? Um, <laughs> Carson had a chance to visit with Frank Saratori at Media Day. I don't know if it was today, but I'm assuming it was or sometime right. recently. But anyway. Uh, as only Frank can tell you, he's got some superstitions going. I want to play just a little bit of this clip, and uh, hopefully you can uh, get the humor with uh, the czar. You guys are winning more games this year. Is there a different territory superstition going into it? I'm pulling out. It's funny you mention that. I, I, I'm pulling out uh, the lucky, the lucky undies. Um Lucky undies are coming back out, and uh, and uh, just uh, because, you know, like, um, I don't think it, it would uh, probably be uh, uh, politically correct. Might be the bad. I, I you know for me to sh- to show to sport my lucky undies uh, for the press conference probably, you know, might go over big. It might not with some. So like we're gonna we're gonna we're going to stay away from that, but they, they have little shamrocks on them. I think they're like St. Patrick's day ones. And, um, and, and, uh, what's mercy lucky logo. Clovers that you have have a four leaf clover, all that. Well, I'm going to have those on a Tuesday because we need, I'm a mercy Laker fan on Tuesday when they play against night. <laughs> That's why we love this. It's only man. Frank can do That's it. Why he we is love a mercy Laker fan. On Tuesday night. That is why we uh, love the czar. Goodness gracious. He is uh, a... And, and by the uh, way, Mercy Hurst has three games to play. Yeah. They got some Niagara. catching up to do, don't they? Well, no, they're playing all three of them against Niagara. Right. So, you know, uh, you know, uh, the czar is trying to make sure that nobody catches up to them. Yes. <laughs> right, so Mercyhurst has three games left against Niagara. Um, one of the other, you know, it, you have um, uh, Bentley's got uh, two games left on the season: one at Holy Cross, one at Sacred Heart. 
So I'm, sh you know, so so that's, you know, so, and you know, the the problem with that, of course, is both of those teams are ahead of Air Force, and I'm not sure Air Force can catch them. So um, I'm sure that he's going to be rooting for both of those teams to make sure Bentley doesn't move up. <laughs> uh, Frank doing some rooting. Well, <laughs> that, again, shouldn't surprise anybody. And, and, speaking, and, of root, speaking of rooting, and, how and was... Hold on, and AIC is at Army. So okay. in a weird that that's the, the, that's the juxtaposition, right? When you get to this time of the year, right? <laughs> Air Force, you know, Air Force going to be rooting for Army. That's going to be, you know, that's that's got to be, you know, that's like me having to root for that team down south. <laughs> um, speaking of rooting interests. Um, the uh, win not winter classics. The um, stadium series was played yesterday. How, how was your rooting interest yesterday? From the nchc.tv <laughs> studios. <laughs> this college hockey coast to coast. Should I go on? Or... <laughs> because uh, I don't want to talk about the officials. So. Oh, but, you, you, you just about made me choke completely. No. Oh. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> okay. All right. From the NCHC.TV studios, this has been College Hockey Coast to Coast, brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue, 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. Liberty University, strengthen your faith in your game, at the premier ACHA M1 program on the East Coast at liberty.edu. The Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly, with two locations in Tempe and one in Pine Top lunch dinner for your next catered event at thespaghettishack.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. And by FedEx, delivery is made easy no matter where you are. The official delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. College Hockey Coast to Coast and all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Or for downloading your favorite podcast platform by searching and subscribing to ITHSW Podcasts. All one word. That's ITHSW Podcasts. All one word. If you like what you hear, tell a friend or leave a positive review. College Hockey Coast to Coast is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Okay, three shout-outs. I'm going to do two. You get to do one as we end the show. Um, Mason Morelli made his NHL debut today for the, the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, the UNO product, the Minot, North Dakota High School product, the 10-year-old uh, squirt that I coach uh, in Minot. Yeah, I can say I coach an NHL. Yeah. And he scored a goal, and he picked up nice. an assist as nice. the Golden Knights got a win. Nice. So congratulations, Mason. Uh, it's well-earned, um, and uh, I hope you stay there because you deserve it. So nice. anywhere, I'll throw that out there. Uh, I also want to say, and another reminder, we're going early tomorrow, Paul, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Is that what we have? That's what you tell me. That's our start time tomorrow. We're going to jump the show right off the get-go with the outstanding goal center. I think he's the best in the country, by the way. From Colorado College, one Caden, the sponge, and Barrico will be joining us. 
And uh, we'll talk a little Tiger hockey tomorrow, too, uh, with Caden. Looking forward to that. And, Paul, I want you to give a shout-out to one of our uh, devoted listeners tonight that uh, you happen to know, right? Well, uh, you know, uh, uh, Matt. Our, uh, yeah. Matthew was one. Yeah, well, shout-out to him. Thanks for for joining us live. Uh, just make sure you download. Uh, Matthew was a former student of mine uh, when I first started teaching. And, uh, you know, he's managed to survive despite that handicap in life. <laughs> Where's Matt at right now? Do you know? Uh, I think he's in Tuscum. I mean, um, I don't know, somewhere down there. I don't know. I don't think Okay, we got that out of the system. We, we try not right. to acknowledge that place's existence. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. I love it. Anyway, we'll see you tonight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. Hello, New Day. Ask everybody to tune in again. Special time if you want to hear live. The one, the only, Caden, the Sponge and Barrico joining us from Colorado College Tigers. Right after practice, we'll see if if Caden's actually going to be done for the night or if he's going to stick around and do more work. Because oh. I've been told, Paul, that he pretty much lives at Ed Robeson Arena. I might study. He might be. He might have cl- classes to study for. Yeah, he might. He might be studying. He could be working out. He could be yeah. doing a, his uh, health kick. We'll find out. Caden's going to tell us all about it tomorrow. Okay. All right. Here's a little good night with Roger Klein, the peacemakers. Hello, new day. Good night, everybody. Good night.